When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Matt Lenehan, Boxing Social in association with Forge Irish Stout, Freebets.com, Empire Fight Star. Eddie, it's been a while. How's things, mate, sir? Good. I understand you were trying to get into the office. Didn't try, I was. Uh... Oh, yeah, you, yeah, lurking around the office for me. Uh, as you saw, we, we made, well, we made, I was ordered to allow Frank Smith to do the press conference yesterday. I mean, a bit of a, I've got to say, I did say on Coogan's thing the other day. You know, this, this couch thing. Do you know what I mean? It's a little bit of a cop-out, don't you think? It's like, I like it for a next-gen. That's the, the vibe we're looking for. But, yeah, but, you know, like, where's the showman at the front? Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you Wait, about What's it. the showman, then? Well, the showman was told we've got to bring the next-gen through, and the next-gen is Frank Smith. So, old fella, you ain't next-gen. Do you know what I mean? So I was, I was ruled out. But I'm here today. So I thought, no, you ain't keeping me away from the Wayne. I need to get my boat out of there. So now I'm back on Boxing Social with all you boys, ready to hype the show tomorrow night. Sold out of the O2, baby. We'll come on to that show, and just to clear up, I weren't lingering outside your office, um, got invited down by Matty Lawless, but just letting you know. Um, look, Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney, let's talk about that. I know that's a fight you wanted to make, and it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Ryan went training with Floyd, all yeah. of a sudden wanted Rolly, Rolly fights someone else, and now it's like, yeah, go on then. It seems to be on. What can you tell yeah, us? It's very close. I mean, Bill Haney's leading that um, from our side with DHP and Matchroom. He's been talking to Oscar non-stop. Um, the, the path has been quite clear. Ryan reached out to me on multiple occasions to say he wants the fight. And I don't know him well enough to believe him, but he was good to his word. And uh, as I understand it now, speaking to Bill last night, the fight is close. Let's see what happens over the next couple of days. Massive fight. Massive Great fight match. for zone. Massive fight for Devin. Massive fight for Ryan. The kind of fights that should be getting made. So fingers crossed. Um, we've got to touch on Javante Davis. I know you put a video out saying, look, an offer will be made. So I suppose the question is, has an offer been made? And where are we at with it? Has it been bounced back? What's it, going on? It has. I mean, I think as always, you know, Javante's never going to be overly happy with an offer. It was a, a significant offer. Um, Eight-figure offer. And, you know, with plenty of upside. And I think the fight has plenty of upside. But we're talking, you know, I, I want to try and make the fight. I want to go into the details of what's been said backwards and forwards but we're trying to make it work you know I think it's a great fight it's one it's a little bit out there you know it's not one we ever really planned but actually when you think about it it's a fight that makes sense and it's a fight that could catch fire in and out of the ring from a promotional sense and from uh, in the ring but you know I think that we've kind of uh, been pushing um, Conor Ben fights for a while now and particularly the Eubank fight. So I don't want to get people too excited. All I know is that we have to deliver a massive fight for Conor Ben next and Javante would be right up on top of the list. Conor Ben stated, look, anyone from this weight to that weight, huge jumps and obviously tanks operated at a certain weight. What weight would this fight be at if it was to happen? 147 pounds. And Javante's on board with, with that, there's no doubt. Yeah, he's, you know, he's boxed at 140 before. Um, one sec. Matty, just get Joe. Joe's going to do a piece with Chev, yeah? Yeah, who's here? Look. Okay, sorry. Um, and you know, Javante's boxed at what 141, I think. Was that with Ryan yeah, Garcia? Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, listen. He's a he's a favourite over um, Connor 
in terms of experience, maybe in terms of ability even. But Connor does have an edge in size, which is unusual with the people he's been fighting lately, and particularly the Chris Eubank Jr. fight. So um, I love the fight. As I said, I think it can catch fire. A few months back, there were sort of rumours about Javante's next fight, and it came out saying it potentially might be the UK, and everyone was sort of thinking about, well, who is it in the UK? But obviously with Connor's situation, that we believe there'll be a conclusion at the end of the month, Frank Smith was saying, in relation to the appeal process. Well, does that fight land better financially in the States? Yes, yes 100%. Listen, I'd love to do that fight at the O2, but even the money that I'm offering Javante now is, is unachievable in the UK. So it has to go to the US and uh, we'll see. Look, there's, there's a long way to go before that fight's made. But I will reiterate, we, we want that fight, Connor wants that fight, and hopefully there's a chance. Any scope for the Middle East? Uh, possibly. Hasn't really been discussed yet, but Tank's a big draw in America. He does a fantastic gate. Obviously, from a pay-per-view perspective, as I said, I think that fight can really catch fire. So I think that would be the market to do it. If, I don't want to like go on the negative side of things, but you know fights are often talked about, and I know that's why we probably don't go that deep into it because you don't want to um, see things fall by the wayside. But now Conor wants a big fight. If it isn't a tank, if it isn't um, you know these other fighters he's calling out, is it a Barrios? Is it that type of fight? Who, no, we, who are we looking at? We would love the Barrios fight. Probably if you told me what is your perfect fight, Barrios is the fight. You know, and uh, I've been talking to his people as well. He is due to fight Jerron Ennis, as I understand, but that fight's not actually done yet. So, you know, maybe Barros is a fight. Financially, it's not a bigger fight as Tank or, you know, the other guys, but it's a fight that I believe Connor can win, and, and, you know, he's a WBC interim world champion. So we'd definitely like to look at it. Is the Chris Eubank Jr. fight completely dead in the water now? I spoke to Frank Smith about this, and it's like seeing the interviews go back and forth and, you know, why do you not want to fight him kind of yeah, thing. But what what is that? Are you writing this yeah, off now? I, I made a decision at the press conference um, after Connor's fight that I won't talk about that fight anymore because people are bored of it. I'm still baffled, but we need to move on. If, if they ever wanted that fight, Callum can come back and make it, but... We can't keep chasing because it's just ridiculous. Tiafimo Lopez last night, um, I saw the highlights, so I'm going to say I didn't score it. I read a lot of the comments saying maybe a tad fortune has come away with victory there. He sort of doubled down on you um, a couple of times in relation to DAZN and budget cuts and things like that. Um, just what's your, I've not had a chance to catch up with you personally on it. What, what's your thoughts on this? I know where it sort of stems from, but oh, it stems, it's carried on. It stems from one thing. He lost to George Cambosis on my card and he blamed us and DAZN for the fact that he lost. Now he's making up all kinds of stuff about budget cuts and everything like this. I mean, the guy, you, you see, the guy ain't all, you know, he ain't, he, I think he needs to take a rest from the sport. Like, you see his reaction after the win. You see what he says when he opens his mouth. You know, I don't know where he's at, really. I mean, apparently he was lucky to win the fight. I haven't seen the fight. Um, it was a stinker, apparently. But Javante's a, a great fighter. Oh, sorry, Tio's a great fighter. And I think he's a great character. I think he's great for the sport, but, you know. He's, he's definitely one of a kind. I read about the Lee Wood fight, apparently the city ground now not possible. Is that correct? And can you just confirm what would the alternative be for Lee Wood? Obviously the Josh Warrington fight, I think people still want to see it. It was a great for, fight the first time round. Is the same drive motivation for Lee to make a fight? Like, What's his, what's his sort of motivations now? I'm meeting him on Monday to go through that with Ben. And like, he really had his heart set on forest ground. We did everything we can. Unfortunately, Knott's Forest said that we just can't do it from a logistical point of view, which, you know, is unfortunate, but we understand. So now you've got to realign what do you want to do. You know, in his head, he said, well, the only thing I want to do is fight the city ground. If I can't fight the city ground, 
then what is, else is there to do? Yeah, but I think, you know, he's also now in the gym thinking, what's next? We can make the Josh Warrington rematch. We could do it at Ellen Road. We could do it at the First Direct Arena. We could do it at Nottingham Arena. But also, everything comes down to money. And to pay those guys, particularly Lee, what he wants, to do it in an arena of seven or 8,000, it's not easy. But, and also, I can't see him wanting to go to Ellen Road. I was just about to say, as much as that would do the money and maybe the tickets in terms of Josh's side, he's going to, he'd Matt, want the A side. Matt, when you, he's still the A side, but when you sit down with a fighter and they say, you know, and I say, look, if we go to Nottingham Arena, or we go to, I mean, he wouldn't want to go to First Direct Arena, but if we go to Nottingham Arena, which would be an incredible night, by the way, incredible, this is the money. Oh, that ain't enough money. All right, then do it at Ellen Road. I ain't going to Ellen Road. Okay, well, it, it's, you know, that's the Josh Warrington fight. There's Joe Caldina. Big fight to challenge for the Super Featherweight World Championship. Yeah. There's Lamont Roach Jr., which is a fight we could bring to Nottingham Arena. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's options for Lee, but also Lee wants to make as much money as possible. You've got to pay these champions to come and fight. You see, it's, you know, that, that Lee has plenty of options. It's just whether those options are attractive enough to him. And he doesn't need to carry on, but I feel like he wants to. And with that in mind, we will go through the options on Monday when we meet. I still want him to fight Josh Warrington, but it won't be at the City Ground. Just a couple more from me. Um, I want to touch on if... If this fight doesn't happen with Lee, what would be the alternate for Josh Warrington? Joe Caldina. Uh, that fight could be made coming off the back yeah, of the South Lee. I also like the fight between Josh Warrington and Nick Ball on the Queensbury. Five by five. Yep. If Nick Ball can beat Ray Vargas. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Nick Ball against Josh Warrington is an unbelievable fight. Is there a Warrington Lara three in Leeds? Who knows? Does Josh want to move up to Super Feather and fight Joe Caldina? Does he want to fight Lamont Roach? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Josh also has a lot of options. When you are Is as that pop- an American fight, that would he be able to? I mean, he, he again, as much as uh, Lee Wood's dream was to fight the City Ground, Josh Warrington's dream now is to fight in America. Yeah. So we will see. But Josh has a lot of options. So does Lee. It just comes down to which one they find attractive. And um, you know, it's our job to, to map them out for those guys and see what they want to do. Coming on to another sort of logistical problem that's rolled on for a while now. Um, I'm going to keep asking because I think everyone wants to know about Katie Taylor. Mm. Closer to finding out what we're doing with that arena, Croke yeah, Park. It's just like, you know, talks go on and on and on. And eventually you're in February now and the fight's in May, Katie's next fight. And it's like, we've got to make a move. So there is a chance we could return to the three arena. There is a chance she could fight internationally as well of course America but we've also had offers come in for Katie Taylor to fight internationally around the world for us we still like the idea of fighting Chantel Cameron um, and that could be at the three arena we'd like to do that outdoors but also we don't you know you have to lock something in at some point and if we have to do that but listen we've had two incredible nights at three arena so could be could be three so we're in Vegas obviously America if you great out there in America did well at MSG is there a chance you could go back out there oh, for yeah. maybe Serrano I think that you know a fight with Katie Taylor in America against anybody is a huge thing particularly on the east coast you know she's also got aspirations to fight in Las Vegas but you could take her to Boston Philadelphia New York she sells out everywhere so she's got a lot of options as well quickly touch on this card before we finish um, a terrific main event yeah. absolute fireworks and a good undercard and, and Shannon Ryan's in a good fight yeah, I mean the you know the next gen cards are smaller shows that are designed to really showcase the next gen talent for this one the main event the next gen is Liam Dillon 
British champion, but he's in with one of our old favourites, Reese Bellotti. This fight will not disappoint. Basically, you've got two guys that come forward and don't stop throwing punches. It will be a fantastic old-school throwback for the British and Commonwealth title. Shannon Ryan, you know, we see as a world champion in waiting. She's got a tough fight, two 6-0 and o fighters facing off. Cameron Vong has a big step up as well. Craig Richards, who, granted, he's not next-gen, but this was the slot we needed to get him out on. He's in a good fight against Boris Crichton yes. as well. John Hedges step up, Ibrahim Suleiman, um, you know, a lot of good talent on the undercard as well. It's a good little night, sold out at the Indigo, holds a couple of thousand, and uh, watch it live on the zone. Absolutely, Eddie, and appreciate your time. Sports Social Podcast Network.